Matty, great to be with you, mate. Great to be with you, brother. Thank you very much for your time. Always a pleasure. Uh, MG, since we last spoke, I mean, there's been plenty happening. It's almost been hard to keep up with everything going on in the comp. There's so much going on. Well, um, I went to... I started playing my um, grade crew when I was 17 at Penrith in 1985. Yeah, I'm now 53 years of age, and I don't think I've ever seen a week that I've, that I've seen last week. From from the Manly saga last last week with the jersey, um, to Nathan Cleary's send-off, to uh, cannonball tackles, to hip-drop tackles, to David, players wanting to leave clubs. It's, I, I, it's must, I, look, I know it was women in league round, which we kind of all forgot. It was more like full moon round for me because so many bizarre things happened it was just it was just a a week that I, I think was unprecedented in my opinion as far as action-packed drama um, usually rugby league is that that pantomime that you know the the, the classic you know um, show that everyone just tunes into but this week was different this week was just so different every day seemed every single game seemed to have something else unfolding you know send-offs and, um, yeah I I now we're we're getting back to uh, rugby league tomorrow night. That last week, let's put that back in the rearview mirror and let's forget about it. Hmm. Especially if you're a Penrith fan, you've got your best player out for five weeks. Are they vulnerable now? MG Nathan Cleary out for five weeks. Jerome Luai with that knee injury as well. Are they vulnerable? Oh, you've got to say yeah, they are. Yeah, Maddie. Um, you know, when any, any team loses an Origin player, uh, they automatically become vulnerable. We've seen that with South Sydney. Uh, with Latrell, we saw it last year with Tommy Turbo, but now it's a it's a two edged sword with with the Penrith boys. Jerome Lewis' knee injury in the final minutes of the game against the Sharks the week before, and then obviously Nathan Cleary's send off and, and suspension. Um, yeah, they're they they're very vulnerable, especially with their draw. They've got Canberra this weekend, which is a hard game down there. Um, then they've got uh, Melbourne Storm at home, um, and then they finish. And this where this is where it gets really bizarre. This could be. The Cowboys could play Penrith in Townsville in the last game to, to, to see who gets the minor premiership mm. if things go you know, the way that a lot of people think they're going to go. So, yeah, it's, a, it's vulnerable is definitely a word. Um, it means uh, the start of the year when Nathan Cleary was out for four weeks, uh, every man lifted a lot. But this is, a, this is an arduous season that they've gone through. So all the players who are on top of their toes, from round one to round five without him, um, and now kind of thinking, well, we need your brother, um, but he's not going to be there. So, yeah, look, so it, it is. Um, but you know what? Just when you just when you think you know what's going to happen in rugby league, something comes along and just knocks your legs right from under you. Well, speaking of that, uh, we we just touched on Nathan Cleary copping five weeks. Paddy Carrigan, he's copped four. What are your thoughts on the the hip drop to Jackson Hastings, and does the penalty fit the crime? Yeah, well, I, first of all, with the Nathan Cleary one, I'll just quickly touch on that. Yeah. I um, And this is probably a, a good message for anyone listening to this. When you're sitting at home with a few beers under your belt, don't tweet, because I did that and I regretted it the next day because I said there's nothing in it. And there's um, and then I woke up to 3,000 replies. And, um, I didn't read the comments because I could imagine what they would have said, so I deleted that tweet pretty quickly. Um, yeah, Nathan Cleary, every day of the week, a send-off um, and... Four-week suspension, I think, was apt. He got the five weeks because he had carryover points. So, yeah, nothing to see here. Move on. I think it's... Uh, Carrigan, very much similar. Uh, I didn't tweet about Carrigan, thank God. I wasn't drinking that night. So, um, I I don't like the tackle. I hate the tackle. I don't think it's a brave tackle. 
I don't think the tackle around anyone's legs when they're vulnerable from behind is a brave tackle. I don't think the cannonball tackle is a brave tackle in rugby league. And we build our, our ethos on being gladiators. That's, that's the opposite of, of gladiatorial. Um, I think he was lucky to get four weeks, to be honest. I think they could have made an example of it if he gave him six so that no one does it ever again. Mm. Um, yeah, look, we know that these two guys, Nathan Cleary and Pat Carrigan, are both not that type of player. They've, they've proved that. They've, um, but it only takes one tackle to put someone in a wheelchair or to, as we saw, break someone's leg. And I think, the, you know, obviously the, the injury has to come into play. Um, if Nelson, the Solomona, um, broke um, young Egan's Wade Egan's jaw. Well, he would have been out for six to eight weeks as well. So um, these players are, are walking a fine line, Matty. They're walking a real fine line as far as um, missing out on semi-final action because we're only five weeks away from seeing uh, finals footy. And there's a lot of incidents I'm seeing in rugby league at the moment that can go either way. So whether it's a tackling technique they're using at training, whether it's a fatigue factor, whether it's it's something that's amiss at the moment that wasn't there last year, and it's, we're seeing it creep into the game more and more. And I don't like it. I, I, I don't mind a, a tackle, a hard tackle two on one when it's you know you're looking at the bloke eye to eye because you can see it coming. But it's almost like a, a king it from behind. You know these type of tackles. Obviously, it's been dramatic. But um, when you're standing there offloading a ball and you've got two blokes grabbing your torso, the last thing you feel like you. you Think's going to happen is someone's going to come in and attack your lower limbs, um, and I, I, I hate seeing it. Um, and I think it should be eradicated from the game. I think they should have made a you know a, a big example of both. And I'm, I'm really surprised that the the Titans player Aaron Booth um, didn't cop a suspension either because he was the one who who did that cannonball tackle on uh, Joseph Tarpany, um, and Tarpany unbelievably got sent to the Symbian. It's bizarro. As I say, mate, full moon. Full moon rising, baby. Yeah, uh, it was uh, a bizarre round, and uh, we look forward to round number 21. You mentioned finals are right around the corner, MG, but uh, could we see the the grand final being played in Queensland this year? Again, again. You know what? I don't really care, Matty. I I don't care. As long as it's played. I, I, I think we've seen last year that the competition could survive when the grand final isn't played in Sydney. Um you know, it's getting very political between our Premier and, and the boss of the game, the Landys. Yeah, I know we were, you know, we were promised X amount of money for suburban grounds to be upgraded, but we didn't foresee we didn't foresee floods, um, and we didn't we didn't foresee having four times in one year to uh, to you know ravaged areas like Lismore, uh, the north of the north of New South Wales, up up around the inlands. It's it's you know, there's two two and a half thousand people who are out of it who aren't living in a house anymore because of floods, and we're thinking about upgrading stadiums. We've got to get we've got to, we've got to find some perspective, you know. And with all this, well, can't we just press pause? You know, I don't. I've got one of them. One of them teams to get the grant was Penrith. You know, my club. One was you know the, uh, the Sharkies, Manly. I think the Tigers were all, were all promised X amount of money to upgrade their facilities, but I don't think we care when it's when it's a humanitarian mission that we've got to help. People who are in need of, of, of sport, sport's always going to be there, you know. But at the, at the time, I think the bickering between the boss of the game and the premier is is, is a bit childish, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, I, I think they're not. I think they're they're not standing in their lane. They're playing the wrong. They're playing the wrong man because um, you're going to lose a lot of people if you start worrying about you know upgrading stadiums when 
Um, there's people doing it so, so hard because of uh, natural natural disasters that have happened in our state, COVID, businesses being lost. You know, you know just, just the fact that rugby league is being played is a blessing in disguise. Let's not worry about upgrading stadiums until we, we saw the uh, people were struggling at first, eh? Mm. Uh, certainly so. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where the grand final does end up uh, this year, but uh, it's going to be a great well, you know game what, Maddie, nonetheless. Put it, put it this way, Matty. There's, there's 8 million people in New South Wales. Um, 80,000 go to the to the grand final. That's 1%. You know, it's, I don't think New South... If you ask every New South Welshman, if, if, you know, where you want the game to be played, I don't think they'd give a damn at the moment. Mm. I just think as long as it's played. Last year, we watched it from home, um, watched the Panthers win, and it was still the biggest thrill that we had. So I don't think we lose that thrill. You have families mm. over, you have friends over. Um, Queensland deserve it if they if we don't have it. You know, they're, they're just as, as much entitled to it as we are. They've, they've got three teams. They've got their fourth on their way. They're, they're starting to get a bit of a juggernaut happening. Um, I saw something interesting today on social media where someone suggested that how about we just play the Origin each year and whoever wins the series, that's where the grand finals played. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Mm. Yeah, and uh, well, Queensland, they were uh, fantastic this year. The, the couple of Queensland teams have been performing so well in the Cowboys, the Broncos. So, um, yeah, as I said, it's going to be fascinating to see where the grand final does end up. Uh, MG, before we do look ahead to round number 21, just another one on round 20 I wanted to touch on. Uh, the, the Pride jersey debacle with the Manly Seagulls, seven players missing in action uh, due to... Uh, Manly wearing that pride jersey. What was your take on on the situation? I know you guys spoke to Ian Roberts on on Triple M, and it was a great interview uh, that you did with him. But uh, yeah, what's your take on the on the situation there? Um, without getting too political in, in it, I you know I'm I'm I would have wore the jersey put it that way. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to say whether other players should or shouldn't. All I know is that Ian Roberts um, was the most one of the most formidable teammates and, and opponents that I've ever come across and one of the bravest. In 1995, he made a decision to um, say that he was gay and here we are some 27 years later and he's still the only person in our game to have said that. Um, obviously, there's a stigma there. Obviously, there's a, there's a reason that other men haven't come out because, you know, we can read between the lines here, I think, and, and if, society, if we mirror society like we always say we do as a sport, well... Um, there's a lot more men who have been playing our sport that haven't um, had the, the gumption that Ian Roberts has for some reason, and I, I think that's sad because um, it's 2022. It's not 1965 anymore, and it's, it's, it's you know it's I think it's I think as for the Manly team who decided that the seven players again um, they they've got to deal with their own teammates as far as that goes. If if they miss out on the finals by by, by two points, um, there's already some cracks in the walls um, starting to appear. There's a couple of players come out uh, anonymously and, and stated how much they were hurting after watching um, their seven seven teammates, you know, boycott the game. Manly have got to take a, a bit of a um, a bit of a kick up the ass as well for the way they handled it. You know, they forcing upon forcing it upon players, um, you know, without consulting them is, is a real bad error. It, it's a real bad error. Someone's someone's head should have rolled for for, the, for, for doing so. You know, you got to you got to consult your shareholders whenever you make a decision, and you may just say shareholders, if you're a rugby league club, are your players. Um, uh, even the fans. You know, the fans, I suppose, that they spoke with their dollars because they they snapped up the jerseys and sold them out within three hours. So uh, it'll have ramifications, Matty, but, um, you know, these, again, it's very political. It's um, it's not something that I, would, I thought <laughs> that I'd be speaking to you about or, or 
that I'd be speaking about on my breakfast show for a whole week, um, you know, six months ago, that uh, we'd be talking about players boycotting a game because of a, a jersey. So, yeah, I think we'll see rumblings for the rest of the year, and depending on how far Manly go, um, I don't think we've seen the last of that saga. All right, uh, MG. Round 21 kicks off tomorrow night. Roosters and the Broncos. It's going to be a great game uh, there. And, uh, geez, a big one in terms of uh, finals, top eight, top four positions. Uh, what are you most looking forward to come round 21? There's some great games to look forward to. Brandon Smith returns for the Storm on Friday. Um, yeah, some big games. Seagulls taking on the Eels. So uh, what are you most looking yeah. forward to? Matty, there's some massive games. I, I think they're all – look, I'm, I'm really interested see how Penrith go without their, their two halves uh, in Canberra. It's a real litmus test uh, for them. Um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing um, you know, Parramatta with, uh, playing Manly without um, Mitchell Moses, who's out with a broken finger for a month. He had to have surgery on a, a really badly dislocated finger, so maybe had to get a couple of pins put in that. Um, he's the player who doesn't probably... He probably goes under the radar as far as superstars go, but, but um, he, he currently leads... He currently leads the league in the try assists category. Um, he, goal, he kicks goals. He's um, he's prolific goal kicker, field goals. So we're going to miss him big time, Parramatta. And they're playing against the Manly team, who will get a good gauge on after we just spoke about them resting seven players, and they're all back this weekend to play on uh, to play against Parramatta. So that's probably the game that I'm looking most forward to, along with the Penrith Canberra game you know, this round. So. Um, I hope next time we speak that it's all about rugby league um, because it's. I, I know even on our show in the morning over here on Triple M that it's, it's dominated it for the last 10 days. You know, today it was, you know, something off the field as well with the, um, the stadiums. Um, all week it's been other stuff is, that's been, you know, the, the sending off, the what's your opinion on it, we should have been sent off. I mean, it's, I want to start talking about rugby league as we, as we head into finals, uh, footy finals because it's at the best time of year. It's 26 degrees. Uh, we've been sitting here today. Um, it's got that smell of it in the air, the spring, that spring smell, and and I equate that to finals footy. So, um, good round of footy coming up, as you mentioned, mate. And I cannot wait to, to to dive into it and check it out. And I hope we, I hope on Monday we talk just about how good the football players were, not about anything that's off the field. Oh, things heating up in the. Rugby league, can't wait to uh, see what happens across the weekend and uh, come finals time. MG, a big thanks to you for joining me here on the show this afternoon. Pleasure as always. Thank you very much for your time. No, anytime, Matty. Take care, mate.